Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Viva Blue, and you're listening to my podcast, Everything Poppin'. For those of you that's new to my podcast, my podcast is about everything popping, of course. We're going to be talking about down to the latest everything popping, far as makeup, far as music, far as celebrity news, drama, far as everything even popping in my city, people, okay? So I just want you guys to feel comfortable, tuned in, and just fall back and listen to everything popping. Mwah. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's your girl, Viva Blue, and you're listening to my podcast, Everything Poppin'. Um, today, we're pretty much just going to catch up on um, a few things. <laughs> I'm actually I'm actually on my Instagram now as we speak because I just want to discuss a couple things that's popping, you know, that I just want to, you know, put out there um, about these apps, everyone. Like, these apps, these Meet Me apps, these um, Badu apps, these um, Tinder apps, all of these apps, you know, you have to be very, very, very careful with these apps because... For the simple fact, some of these guys are lusting off of us women. Believe it or not, I even had a few on my Instagram DM me a couple times. Some very inappropriate things. Um, as far as inappropriate, like, um, would you throw up on me? Like, those type of things. That's when, you know, you have a sicko on hand and you need to automatically just block him right there after that. And that really creeped me out. You know, there are people with fetishes out there that like certain things, and that's up to you if you want to go out there and, you know, tend to them people and their fetishes. But not me. I definitely don't prefer to do that. But back to what was really wasn't popping, but I'm going to bring it up because it's news, and I just want to let everybody know. Um, the suspected dating app serial killer reportedly blames crimes on voices in his head. Like... He's blaming the reason why he did these things is because he were hearing voices in his head. Now, I just want to repeat that. He's blaming the reason why he's doing these things is because he's hearing voices in his head. Um, I, I really just, just can't even bear with the thought of going on a date with someone that I really am attracted to. And I've been conversating with this person for a few months or a few weeks. And then I finally do come in contact with them and it's the worst experience ever you know it's them harming me or being harmful you know that's why women us women we have to take extra steps and precautions when it comes to things like this and protect ourselves if you know if you get that feeling that one gut feeling about this person don't go I'm telling you now so what if he's cute and have a million followers and he has money he can do things to you that's unbearable and unbelievable because for the past couple days we have been witnessing crimes that have been disgusting and just horrified and I I just wanted to bring that up before I get into you know all the humor stuff and you know and just let everybody know be careful out there on the apps like keep your location on at certain times like this is the thing people get it confused and they get it mixed mixed up I'm sorry they tend to leave their location on all the time which is a good thing and which is a bad thing at the same time now for me for example what I do is 
But I'm leaving out the house, of course. I have my location on because for the simple fact, I want my family to know. I have four beautiful kids. I want them to know that their mom is safe, you know, they're where their mom is, you know, or if anything, God forbid, happens. But now I do not allow using my location for certain apps. And you can set that in your phone and you can put that down for, okay, well, I'm going down the street. I don't want this app to have my location, this uh, Tinder app. I don't want it to have my location while I'm going down the street while I'm doing this because then it's going to start showing me locals in the area while I'm walking. Then I'm going to start getting messages, you know, that's when the creepy stuff start happening. So those of you, especially the female, you know, make sure your kids isn't sharing their location with certain apps, you know. I just want everybody to be, you know, protected, you know. I mean, the way things are going now, it's you have to take extra precautions, like 24-7. And I know we get into everything that's popping, but we need to get in everything that's serious, too. You know, like, let everybody know. So, just wanted to get that out there, because that was something that I did see on my um, Instagram, and I just wanted to, you know, share that with you guys. Let everybody know. Like, you have to really, really be careful. Wow, that is just, like, it's sad at the same time because it's like you, you're trying to figure out, wow. I mean, it's just crazy. Now, we're going to get to everything popping. <laughs> everything popping. That was everything popping news, okay? So, don't play. We have the news, too. <laughs> okay. Now, what I also wanted to talk about was a few things with you as far as the names for Instagram. Oh my goodness. There are some names that I've seen on Instagram that are just bugging me. Um, Big Penis Bill. Like, what is going on with you people? Like, I'm not understanding what's going on with you and these names. Fat Cat Sophie. Um... Vagina Slayer. <laughs> oh my god, that is the guy from I believe Black Ink Crew. Um I'm already done with a few of these names. Um what is some of these I don't even want to say or can't even pronounce because they're so ratchet. Um anyways, off of the names, let's get into this name for this school that I feel is just popping for me. It's everything popping about this um lebron james and his i promise school oh my goodness how incredible is that that is just so amazing i bet you every kid is just ah wow like gasping like oh my god i can't believe this and then the fact that he has like the jordans on the wall that is just so oh my goodness lebron james let's give a round of applause for lebron james i mean like i i can't Jermaine Dupree, um, <laughs> I'm laughing, I'm sorry, insider, um, my friend sitting over there in the corner was just like, you almost said Jermaine Dupree, <laughs> yeah, but no, we're talking about LeBron James here, only one that can do this is LeBron James, okay, let me say it again, LeBron James, okay, he, um, really opened his I Promise School in Opron, Ohio, and I think it's just absolutely wonderful, you guys, I think it's like the best idea ever, and um, he also gave the kids, oh my goodness, if you've seen on their desk, they had like nice little um, shorts, basketball shorts, a shirt, 
Um, they had stickers. They had everything. It just was absolutely amazing. I just felt like that was just so beautiful and something so thoughtful and thankful. Like, I'm thankful. You know, I'm thankful for him for doing that because, you know, not many... You don't see that out there a lot. You know, there's people out here that's building prisons. They're building um, housing. I mean, I, it's okay for, you know, like the low-income families, but not taking some of the houses from the families that are low-income to build, you know, condos and things like that. And I just think that, especially in my city now, like I feel as though I reside in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And um, what I see a lot is a lot of on on the streets and it's just like it's bad like it's like zombie filled and it's like we have like this bridge um around my mom way because she's still in um a little rough area um and I go visit her from time to time but around her way it's like this bridge it's an underpass bridge and it's just like all these um all these people, these innocent people that just have been, you know, put out there and introduced to this drug, this disease, this, you know, this is a tornado. I mean, you might as well call it a hurricane. Um, and young, some of them I went to school with and I'm just like, wow, it's like they really are out here. You know, and it's really bad. It's to the point where I drive past and we're on my way to my mom's house and my kids, I have two older kids. And they're in the back and they're just like, mom, this is just so sad around here. Like, I wish these people can get some kind of help. And I'm like, you know what? Like, why don't they just build like a, you know, a shelter in this area, like where they're located at now? Because obviously it's not enough, you know, room in the shelter that's downtown for them. So this is more convenient for them. And, you know, just build something there. And I see that the city is building, like, all these nice condos and, you know, apartments and everything for everybody. And it's like, okay, these people are struggling. These people do need help. And it's addiction. It's very, very bad. It's very bad. And, um, it, like, get them help. Get them some type of shelter or something. So you wouldn't have to sleep under these bridges. Because if you ask me, it's making the city look awful. If you're coming from out of town and you come to the city of Philadelphia and if you're around the area where they had these people at, you're going to look and be like, I do not want to come to the city. Why are they even building new properties in this city? Because this is what I'm going to see every day. I'm going to live in a nice, luxurious condo or apartment, you know, and I'm going to come outside and then down the street I have people laid out on the ground, sleeping with mattresses, tents, you know, holding up signs everywhere I go. You know, give these people some type of housing or something, some type of shelter, you know. Put them, you know, put them in a shelter, make enough space for them. So we wouldn't have, and you know, our city could remain clean because around my mom area, it's like needles everywhere. I had to just like, needles everywhere. And um, it's just something that needs to be done. And I just hope everybody wakes up, you know see things for what's right and what you have to do, you know, take heed to things in life. Life is too short, really, guys, it really is. Um, I just wanted to let you guys know that, like, I really appreciate what LeBron James is doing, and, you know, he said he came from there. You know, that's where he was born and raised, and he knows how bad it is to struggle, and he even offered the kids, they have free tuition, you know, and it is, it's good. He even offered jobs for the parents. And I think that is something incredible to do, you know? 
I really do. I think it's incredible. Um, <clears throat> it's just some things that, you know, we have to be grateful and thankful for, you know? It's just like, oh, wow. It's amazing. So, good job, LeBron James. I think that is something very amazing that you're doing. Very amazing. Very, very amazing. Um, <clears throat> another thing that I want to get to about um, everything popping is now I know some of you guys are going to say, I don't like Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, my daughter listens to Will Smith. But I just think it's something to just bring out and put it out there and let you guys know that it's so popping for a mother and daughter duo. You know, I think it's perfect, especially nowadays. You know, the young women are growing up too fast. I have a daughter. She's only eight. She will be eight on the 12th of this month. But I wouldn't dare. I wouldn't dare let her grow up too fast. I think I would actually, you know, be free, a nice parent. I wouldn't be a little too on her. But I love the fact that Jada Pickett Smith and Willow Smith are coming with the song together. And I think it's just absolutely perfect, guys. Um, especially bonding with your mother and your parents, period. Um, it's just a wonderful experience. And I think that's what we need more now in today's society you know kids spending time with their parents instead of spending time on the phone and social media and with their friends and daring and doing crazy stuff so i just think basically that's that that is just wonderful there like i really do um yeah and if you have some ideas that you can do like mother daughter things to do um i will let you guys know my Instagram so that you can just DM it to me or email it to me as well. But it's just something so perfect as well. Really do appreciate it. Thanks. Um, yeah, it's just, I mean, I think you have to just take things day by day in life, you know? Day by day. Um, oh, another thing that I want to get into that's popping, but it's not, it's kind of like a sad popping, like, um, Lauren Hill, <laughs> Lauren Hill is suing her cousin over an unpaid $65,000 loan. Now, do you think it's okay to sue your family member, your relative or someone I mean, I would. I mean, I'm saying it's sad for us. That's $65,000 loan, okay? $65,000. I mean, especially me, if you like to keep things and save up and stuff, um, I want my money, girl, okay? Especially when I just paid my taxes off and I just got finished doing my little time, you know? I'm not trying to be, you know, I, I need my money, okay? Give me, run me my money. Give me my stuff now, okay? Give me that $65,000, no problem. We'll still be cousins. I mean, but if you don't, um, I mean, if you don't, I mean, this, this cousin thing is going to get completely thrown out the window, and um, I'm going to have to square up. We're going to have to do something, something, some way you're going to pay me back $65,000. I mean, I don't care if it's in pennies. I'll accept it and take it to the coin store and cash it out. $65,000 you gave me back in pennies i mean i mean okay it's gonna be a lot of pennies for me to love but damn okay i will and i will get my money but um 
that's why I say like sometimes when you have family members and stuff like that, uh, it's okay to tell them no. It truly is. <laughs> Guys, it truly is okay to tell them no, especially if you don't have it. Now, I might have would have came out and told her, listen, I have $15,000 that you can borrow and I can see, you know, where you go from there. Okay. And then we can work on large amounts, not just one large amount. And then it's been days and months, probably even a year. You didn't even pay me that back because I don't even know how you're going to get that back. You know how long it took me to get that $65,000? It didn't come within a year, you know? <laughs> um, just like if you, I mean, it depends on what it was for. I mean, if it was for health reasons, I would definitely loan a family member. But if it's for your own necessities and your own needs, I'm not loaning you anything. You're going to have to get a nine to five just like I have, and you're going to have to figure something out, okay? Because we can't continue to be, you know, cousins and stuff like that. I'm, I'm, I'm just not, I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not. Um, another thing I want to get into about popping is Monique. Monique says she's standing by her sister in comedy. Roseanne Barr after a racist tweet. Um, oh, wow. Um, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I just think like certain people should just stay in their lane and just leave things the way they're meant to be. I think Monique, um, um, she thought oh wow yeah cause I'm checking my Instagram now and I'm seeing like a couple things Sarah Susan Kamu is not a racist and she just made a mistake oh she's not a racist okay we've all said and done things baby that we wish we could take back and swallow and say oh but when you're in the public eye you can't and it's out there Monique said but to put the title of races on her my sister made a mistake she said something I know she wishes she could take back but I but what I would ask we don't throw her away okay Monique please Monique you just like want to be a speaker for everybody now you were speaking about the whole issue of Netflix you and it and, and if you ask me I think it was just jealousy there too as well and then it's like okay now you're speaking about Roseanne it's like I feel like you're just trying to be in the public eye if you want to talk about that I feel like you're trying to be out in the public eye and Monique I we all learned from you we learned like we learned acting all that I mean honey you can act you can act. You're wonderful at what you do, but you're not wonderful at staying in your lane and minding yours. That's what I think you should do because after the whole Netflix incident, I thought you would like at least take like a chill, you know? I just don't know. I, I don't know who to trust nowadays. <clears throat> I don't know. I really don't. I really don't. Um, yeah, I just feel like people need to just relax. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, there's another thing that I wanted to put out there that's everything popping is. Lyft may create a Zen mode feature for passengers who don't feel like talking during their rides. 
Um, how do you feel? Like, do you guys talk during your rides? Do you guys talk to the, the driver, or do you guys just be quiet and have that awkward silence? Um, let me know what you think you should do. I mean, I mean, it is good to, you know, say hi, how are you, and stuff like that. But to engage in a conversation, sometimes the driver, especially as females, as women, um, the men take it as in, you know, we're engaging a conversation with them. And if we sound, our voice sounds a bit, a bit of sweet, you know, a little, you know, hey, how are you? You know, talking like that, the guys get somewhat of an impression that we're flirting and then that's how your Lyft ride or your, your Uber ride or whatever case may be can turn, you know, completely upside down. So then I just try to keep it like real strict, you know, when I do take Lyft because I drive. Um, hey, how's it going? Thank you. Um, and I sit there and I, you know, just act like, you know, I'm on my phone. And if I do have headphones in, I lower the volume down so I can hear and I be observed. Like, I, I observe everything. Like, your body language, everything. If you're nervous, if you're... If I'm getting in the car with you and you're nervous, I'm not going to tell you, okay, it's, it's okay. Don't be nervous. Take your time. I'm not going to do that because I'm not about to be somebody's mistake or their accident. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to get out of that damn vehicle and I'm going to say, okay, well, you're nervous. You're going to be nervous with somebody else, not with me. And I, I, forever, if you're nervous, you shouldn't be having this job. Um, but... um they can pretty much just keep quiet, you know, keep quiet during the ride. I mean, unless, I mean, the, the driver is, is talking to you. I mean, I guess you can respond back, but then you can just act like you're on the phone or do something, you know, something else. Um, I'm not sure, you know, I mean, that's what I do. Try to keep it real short. Uh, hey, how you doing? How's it going? Whatever. And I sit there and I get to my destination, you know, make sure I confirm with them first that they know exactly where I'm going. Then after that, I just remain calm because I don't want to give anybody the wrong impression, think I'm flirting or I'm doing anything. But you guys, right now I'm going to take a break. Um, I'm actually going to sit and um, try this new flavor slushy. Um, I will be telling you guys about when we come back from off of this break. And let you guys know. Then we'll get back into everything popping. A couple other topics I would like to discuss with you guys. So stay tuned. Mwah.